back to this issue of Geeks Apparently, where I am Chris Pullman. And I am Laura Pullman, and joining us as always is our baby girl, Ryan Pullman. Who is currently trying to take my headset. Oh, and just pooped. And pooped. Yay. <laughs> okay. And is currently pooping as we speak. All right. Good timing, hon. <laughs> so we'll get started, and then we'll pause, and hopefully you don't realize that we paused. That's always Ben's favorite part of all of our podcasts. <laughs> nice. My brother Ben. Listening. Hi Ben. <laughs> Hi Ben. Listening to the little one. Yep. Poop. Yeah. Nice. All so right. Specifically listening to her poop. So, on that note, in this issue, what have we got coming up? Uh, some reviews on a couple of DLCs for Batman Arkham Knight. Um, updated review on Fear of the Walking Dead. Updated review on Windows 10. Which, if you follow us on Facebook, you will realize that we have a updated, updated <laughs> review on Windows 10. Uh, up, a review on Visual Studio Community 2015 edition. Reviews on Son of Batman and Batman v. Robin 2 uh, animated movies from DC Comics. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit of uh, review speculation on the iPhone and iPads that are coming out, as well as... Uh, capping the show with what are we watching, what are we playing? That sounds like a good show to me. Alright, so uh, a lot of these are yours. Uh, Arkham Knight. <laughs> Arkham Knight. So if you're a listener to the podcast, you know that I 100%ed the Arkham Knight main storyline. And so now I'm on to the DLCs. I did not pre-order Arkham Knight, so I did not get Harley Quinn and Under the Red Hood with the pre-order, but I did get the season pass, so I was able to download those after the fact. So, I have not played the Red Hood yet, um, the Robin story, but I have played Harley Quinn and A Matter of Family, which is the Batgirl version of the DLC. Um, Harley Quinn and Chris watched me play. Yep. Um, short. Extremely short. It probably took me about four hours to beat this, which, you know, considering that most people got it who pre-ordered got it for free, I mean, that's, that's understandable. Four hours for free is a pretty good deal. Um, one thing that I really liked about the Harley Quinn storyline was, hi Ryan, was that, um, like Batman has detective mode in Arkham, in the Arkham series, Harley has a psychotic mode, which is really cool when you turn it on. There's like writing all over the walls and you hear voices and you're arguing with the voices in your head. And the writing on the wall, somebody sat and animated all of that. And you can tell because you can move and you can change the camera angle and it doesn't, it doesn't change. It doesn't go away. It doesn't move on the wall. It's on the wall in that spot, which is kind of cool. Another thing that I found very interesting about the um, Harley Quinn story is when you were in, when you were, you know how when you're playing Ar the Arkham series and you always have that, that part where you have to take down the armed guards silently? Well, Harley doesn't do silent kills, but when she's in that mode, instead of saying you have seven armed guards left or armed armed enemies, it says seven little piggies. Because, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Because yeah, because you're in the Bloodgate um, PD uh, building trying to rescue Poison Ivy from the police department over there, so that was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. um, any comments, Chris? Chris watched any comments on? On the Harley Quinn one, not really. I mean, it was pretty well animated as yeah. far as, like, um... A free no. DLC. Yeah, well, did Harley's... No, was Harley's hair up in the two little yes. ball things? In, or was in it the, just in... It was in the ponies. It wasn't... Okay. She wasn't in her original Harley Quinn costume that's the full bodysuit. She sure. was in that in A Matter of Family, the Batgirl story, but not in this one because this one was a prequel to Arkham Knight, but it was after Arkham City. Okay. And I thought that her hair animation was really, really good, which is in high contrast yes. to... A lead-in to our other DLC update um, review, The Batgirl, A Matter of Family. Her hair was hideous. The The rest of the animation was great. They used the normal Batman Arkham Knight engine. Um, they... Uh, 
they use the graphics from the normal game, but her hair animation, um, it looked oh. like N64 quality hair. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, no, it was pretty atrocious. Uh. So, yeah. Um. Besides the hair, though... Um, if you can get past that. The, the, <laughs> well, the, I had other issues, but... But, yeah, the storyline was really good. Um, really well written. $7.99. Um, it took me about eight hours to beat, which, for $7.99, that's a good time. Yeah. Um, I also took out all of the breakables, so... Okay. But if you if you take your time with it and enjoy it, there's lots of bad guys to beat. So basically, you're Batgirl, and Joker calls, and he wants to put you in... He, he basically wants to kill you and Robin so that he has Batman all to himself. Mm-hmm. So you go to his carnival and kind of try to take him on. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but... Yeah, and it's set, it's set way in the past, obviously... Because Barbara Gordon is still Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So in the Arkham series, she's Oracle and has been Oracle for a while. So, you know, it's it's Harley's in her old costume, the full body suit, with the red on one side and black on the other. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It has a lot of the Batman mechanics. So if you like Arkham, you're going to like this. She doesn't have quite as many gadgets as Batman, but the controls are all the same. They use the same engine. It's mm. pretty, except for her hair. Except for her hair. We we have a statue of uh, Batgirl from the DLC. And the hair looks exactly the same on the statue as it does when you're playing the it's game. One chunk of hair. Yeah. That flows out from under her cowl. Which, after seeing how they did Harley's hair, I was really surprised at that. Because yeah. it's like, you guys just kind of, what, did you run out of time? or I'm not really sure. You know, but, but yeah, I was really impressed uh, after watching Laura finish up Arkham Knight and the engine that they had there for all the interactions. Mm-hmm. How they implemented that into the Batgirl DLC. They did it flawlessly, in right. my opinion. And I love the whole Arkham series fighting style because it's it's simple enough where you're going to be able to figure it out after dying a few times, but complicated enough and it uses enough different buttons where you feel like you're actually kicking butt. Well, and you were. I mean, Thank she was you. close to dying more than once <laughs> and managed to pull it out but with a room full of baddies so but it's just it just makes you feel like batman yeah i you know i had some other one or two other issues with batgirl among them being you know she's trying to be this sneaky sneaky ninja type <laughs> person but she has heels she has boots with heels they're wedge heels but still heels yeah but i mean they're still heels yeah you know when i wear dress shoes they have those sort of wedge heels definitely not as tall as hers either and i clomp there's no way i can avoid clomping because i have a solid heel a hard heel there's no way that she could like sneak around with that sort of a heel sure it's impractical you don't see robin or bruce running around with very heels, true very you true. know it just i understand why they did it because she's a woman right i guess but it doesn't make sense to me and i yeah. and give, i i don't see her making that choice yeah give a girl a combat boot yeah that's i mean really you know if you're trying to be a kick-ass superhero right unless you're a fabulous woman <laughs> I don't think you're going to make the choice to go with heels. I will kill you with my sense of style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, any other comments on uh, the DLCs? Um, not really. Just, uh, if you like the Arkham series, you'll like the DLCs. They're interesting. They're a nice little extension. Uh, They use the same engine, so it's, it's very similar to playing Arkham, but as different people. And would you recommend the season pass? Um... I would if more DLC comes out. So if if I and I would recommend it if you haven't pre-ordered the game and you didn't get Harley Quinn and the and the Robin DLCs with it, you can't buy those. You have to have season pass in order to get it. 
There's a lot of fun skins, too, that you can get with Season Pass, like 1989 Michael Keaton Batman with the 1989 Michael Keaton Batmobile. I'm so excited about that. And the Bat Nipples? And the Bat Nipples. Well, no, that was George Clooney. Oh, I'm sorry. Only George Clooney had nipples on the Batsuit. But there's supposed to be a DLC coming out where if you're familiar with the game and you've got that wheel of of stories that you could do besides the main quest line, the Wheel of Quests. There's supposed to be a DLC coming out with more Batman villains that you can add onto that. So, like, there'll be a Killer Croc storyline and, you know, just... So that if if that is true, then that'll definitely be interesting and probably worth, worth the season pass. So if you really want to play as Harley and Robin, I would recommend the season pass right now. Otherwise, the only DLCs that are out there are cheap, like seven ninety nine. Season pass is like forty dollars. The Batgirl DLC is seven dollars and ninety nine cents. I think skins are somewhere between one ninety nine and three ninety nine. So, you know, if you're only gonna get those DLCs, just buy those DLCs. But if you know, if if you want to hold out for the DLCs that they're talking about coming out with, season pass might be a good bet. Okay, that's good. Then next up, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Now I I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched any of the other ones. Um, we probably have them DVR'd, but have you watched? I have I have watched two out of the three episodes that are currently out. Okay. The other one is sitting on the DVR as well as the other two. So if you want to catch up, okay. um, I know a lot of people don't like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um. There were there's a lot of people that are saying that it moves too slow, and they don't get to the action fast enough, especially in episode one. Personally, I think that they get to the action a little too fast. I would have liked to have seen their home lives a little bit more, and it seems like once we see one zombie walker, whatever you want to call him, then the whole world just falls mm. into this chaos, and and society instantly breaks down almost. Hmm. So, um, I, I liked it. The, the story is a teacher and a guidance counselor are trying to make a life with, with starting a mixed family. They both already had kids. The guidance counselor has a son and a daughter. Her son is a drug addict, and he is who we actually see first in the whole series in episode one. And the daughter is very intelligent and in going away to college, and... The teacher, he has a son who I'm not a big fan of as of yet. I'm sure that he'll grow on me. But he wants nothing to do with his dad right now. And, is you know, so one of those storylines. And the zombies come out. And apparently this was supposed to start on the East Coast. Like the, the, the zombie virus was supposed to start on the East Coast. And this is, takes place in California. So you'd think they would have known about it by now, but but they don't. Like, they see a walker walking towards them, and they're like, hey, why is my friend being so aggressive? You'd think that, hey, I've heard of this, this virus that turns people into walking death machines. We should shoot this guy in the head. <laughs> but, yes, I always wondered how Rick was still in a coma in The Walking Dead and have the world be gone so far. And have him not have died of, like, lack of liquid or anything like that, dehydration. Mm-hmm. And if society well. collapsed this quickly, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I recommend watching it if you're a fan of The Walking Dead. Watch it. If if you're not, it's, it's not something that you're going to miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's, it's a decent show. I wish they would have started it earlier in the summer. Because it's a... It's, it's a summer. It's a summer show, to have between actual Walking Dead, in my opinion. It's not. I don't think. I don't see it ever coming to prime season. I see it being a summer show. So, that's my take on the Walking Dead. We're gonna pause for a sec. All right. We'll, yeah, I think we'll pause. Well, we'll try and keep going. Or not. Yeah. Ryan is about ready to go to sleep, so uh, while Laura takes care of her a little bit, I'm going to talk a little bit about Windows 10 here. 
having used it for a while on both my desktop and my laptop I uh, really like it the some of the, the features that I had mentioned previously just with a quick uh, glance last time uh, I've had a chance to really get to use now and I like it it's a good combination of Windows 7 and Windows 8 you know we have the start menu again and the live tiles that are on the right side of the start menu pop-up are really useful all of your most used recent programs are there as far as I can tell and it imports from your previous Windows experience so it knows what those should be so you know like if I want to get into uh, Firefox if I want to get into I have a TeamSpeak server if I want to get into Visual Studio it's there it's ready to use because those tiles are just there for me which is really nice that means I don't have to have them pinned on the taskbar and it knows if they're recent if they're um, consistently used enough that it'll put them up there I can also add and remove tiles just like you could in Windows 8 but now it's on the start menu uh, also you know we have the search menu here where I can get things like if I have a program I want that I want to find which is a feature that we had in Windows 7 Windows 8 um, I can go to the search bar search and it'll bring up the program but instead mm -hmm. of having to open up the full start menu it's just right there on the taskbar which is totally that's nice which is useful you know you still have the desktop icons you don't have to try and switch back and forth between the, the live tiles like right. you did in windows 8 which is really nice <laughs> i really like in windows 10 the uh, connectivity to xbox one um it's very similar to the xbox smart glass app but you can one thing that I hate with the Xbox One is the downloading of games and how long that takes. You can download your games from there, set them like buy them from your from your computer, your PC, and then have them start downloading on your account on your Xbox One, which is kind of nice. Oh, nice! Yeah, that is a nice feature. It is, and you can plug in and see who's online and see mm -hmm. if it's worth turning your Xbox on. You know, it is nice that. Windows that Microsoft has finally gotten on that ship. It's nice, yeah. You want to link all of because when you have Apple products, iPad, iPhone, iPod, they all kind of link together, mm -hmm. and you can use them. You can use them together. So yeah. I like that Microsoft is heading that way. Yeah, and you know the gaming platforms that I've been playing games on for the last few years now, Steam, Origin, BattleNet, and uh, UPlay. They all have launchers right. where everything's centralized. And I know that at least a couple of them have apps where you can do what you said. You can mm -hmm. make in-game purchases. So, like, if I'm on a walk at work, right. I can purchase a game. The next time I log in, it'll start downloading. Exactly. I don't have to go through the purchase process. It's already there. Which, as a quick aside, if any of you are old enough to remember when it was like oh man and always on internet connection that <laughs> sucks totally take that back awesome um well there was a big issue with that with xbox one even mm -hmm. which it it shouldn't be an issue but it shouldn't be required but i like it as a feature yeah because i don't want it to be required for those who can't have that mm -hmm. but for us who have always on internet i like it mm -hmm. it shouldn't be an issue America is just dumb about how it does high-speed internet. Very true. I mean, when years ago... Google's you, trying to fix that. Google is trying to fix that one city at a time, but slowly, you know. Um, I will say that in terms of the Windows 10 experience, like, my mom was just updating to that, and it took a while for her to download it and install it. Oh, Grant... I'll grant you that she had an older machine, so I think that was part of the problem, was that she was just, it was an older machine, it had less system resources, so it took longer for her to download it and install it, so there is that, but... That being said, though, one cool thing that Microsoft did do that mm, gave your mom the ability to have Windows 10 is yeah. they just gave it, they gave the Windows 10 upgrade to everyone for free. Yeah, if That's you had, awesome. if you had 7 or 8... 
free upgrade anytime within a year. That's awesome. Um, Alicia, with her. Yeah, it fixed a bug she had. So, I mean, there are positives as well. Uh, one negative that we encountered <laughs> last night. <laughs> we had the episode halfway recorded. And then Windows, like when I started Windows 10, it said that it needed to restart. And normally when you get that, you have the option to postpone it for, you know, 10 minutes, 25 minutes, an hour, four hours, whatever. The only options I saw were restart now or close. Okay, well, let's close. And it just force restarted right. all of a sudden without more warning than restarting now. So that being said, I apologize if our reviews of Batman and um, Fear the Walking Dead seemed a little odd, but it was the second time we had reviewed them, and I couldn't remember what I said tonight or what I said last night because we lost the entire file of yeah. our recording last night. So, you know, that's a downside. I don't know if that was just user error or if that was an actual Windows thing. It seemed like a Windows thing. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I think it was a Windows thing. Yeah. But I do like this version a lot better. Right. And um, hopefully it was an ID10 tier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of such things, uh, Visual Studio Community 2015. This is a version of Visual Studio that's free to download from the Microsoft website. And we both use Visual Studio Ultimate right. uh, at work. Right mm -hmm. now, my company is using Visual Studio Ultimate 2013. It has all of its developers switching over to that. Most don't want to because are, they're set in their ways. We but, are also on 2013. But you can get a free version. It's a lighter version. Uh, Visual Studio Community 2015 for free from Microsoft. And I do a fair amount of web development at work, but that was also a hobby of mine for a long time. And... I've got to say, it's a pretty nice platform. You know, compared to other free solutions out there, it still allows you the option to have a code view, a design view, or a split view when you're working with HTML. Uh, you can download extensions to work natively with JavaScript, with PowerShell. Uh, of course, it has CSS support. You can make MVC web pages. Um, Very cool. You know, if you get... Uh, a version of SQL Express. You can plug that in. Yeah. And you can actually do database work. There you go. We need so, to do that for our comic book collection so we know which books we have. Yeah. No, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Throw, throw, throw an app on our phones. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of good stuff going on with this free version of Visual Studio, mm -hmm. which I'm very impressed with. And as far as just a basic website goes so you know as long as you're not using it to actually publish a uh, corporate website mm -hmm. I think this has your bases covered because you, you can do multiple pages you can do ASP.NET with code behind and then choose either C sharp or visual basic nice yeah and um, you know you can set up your file structure as you need the the updated Narclan Inc website that I'm doing I have an HTML front page backed with JavaScript, jQuery, Bootstrap. It's running on XHTML5 and CSS3. Nice. So, I mean, this version allows you the most up-to-date stuff that you can get. Um, another Microsoft product that you could also download for free, I want to say it's like Web Expressions. They don't support it anymore. It doesn't support the latest... HTML and CSS. Sure. But it's free. Hmm. Well, this is also free, and in my opinion, it's a lot better. And again, with that ability to do split screen, with a, which a lot of HTML editors don't do, right? you can preview what you're doing before you try it live in a browser. That's always handy, especially with HTML and how fickle it is. Yeah. And then, you know, like with any Visual Studio, you get to pick what you're going to preview it in. You can preview it in the Microsoft Edge, you know, the new Internet Explorer. <laughs> You're not going to get away that easy, Microsoft. Um, or in the better browsers, such as Firefox or Chrome. You mm -hmm. can preview it in there and see how it goes. So, 
I think it's worth a download if you're looking for a light free HTML editor as far as I know there's no trial on this it's just a community version which is fine you know it mm -hmm. has the option to publish I I don't I haven't done that yet because it's an HTML page mm -hmm. my provider I don't have a plan that requires uh, me to publish anything you know, that would be like if I was running an ASP.NET page and I published it, then that would render the DLLs for sure. me to upload. By the way, if this is too tech geek for you, I'm sorry. But for <laughs> some of you, you're going to totally be like, oh, dude, I know exactly what he's right. talking about. This if, is for you. If you don't like it, please comment on our Facebook. <laughs> send us an email. Tweet yes. us. Don't ever do that again, well, Chris. Let us know. Yeah. But, my, um, my eyes are glazing over, so don't feel too bad if your eyes are glazing over. But yeah, you know, like, thanks. Huh? <laughs> but you know, it does have the ability to publish so that you could render an ASP page, get the DLLs, push them to your web page, and do that. So it's a great product. I would give it a try, especially for the price of free. I love the price of free. The price of free is a great price. It's my favorite price. Yeah. Um... But the next thing on the agenda, that wasn't a good segue, it doesn't always have to be, is uh, reviews of Son of Batman and Batman v. Robin, Okay. the animated... We decided to review these because Batman v. Robin just came out, Son of Batman is the first one, so Son of ba Batman v. Robin is the sequel. So we thought we'd get them both, watch them up, and yeah. take a look. Yeah. What did you think? I really liked them. Damian Wayne's a dick. Yeah, well, he, and he is, <laughs> he's a dick in the in the comic books, too. Yeah. That's I, why I think they... Spoiler alert for anybody who's not up on Batman comic books, this did happen maybe 10, 15 issues ago, but if you're not up on it, I apologize. That's probably why they killed him off. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, if, if you're interested in Robin, uh, I would go over to Geek History Lesson. That's another podcast. Oh, yeah. They have a really great Robin episode where they go through all the Robins. Do they hit Damian Wayne in that one? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they talk about um, <coughs> Dick, Tim, Jason, and Damian. Okay. So, the main ones. Right. The ones that count. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sure they mentioned the girl bat, or the girl Robin. She was like Robin for like a day. Yeah. She so, doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Damian... Not a big fan. I get it. I mean, he's definitely Bruce Wayne's son. Yeah, you but can... you can't have two Bruce Waynes in that team. You yeah. need to have somebody like a Tim Drake who can break the, you know, break mm. break Bruce and add some humor. Tim Drake and um, Dick Dick Grayson, and that's why yeah. those two Robins are everyone's favorites. Yeah, and. That's why they, again, spoiler alerts, but this happened in, like, the 90s, so if you're upset about my this spoiler, deal with it. But that's probably why they off Jason Todd as well. Mm, sure. Because nobody, I think they even had a vote. Uh. And people voted to kill Jason Todd. Oh, wow. And yeah. that's, like, before the internet really became what it is today. Yeah. So people had to, like, Go, call in. They had or... to, like, dial up that. Yeah. Wow. Um... But yeah, you know, from somebody who doesn't really read Batman, uh, what did I think? I thought that the plots were well done. Mm -hmm. um, I also listened to a geek history lesson on Ra's al Ghul. Yay, you said it right. <laughs> because in the movie they keep saying Raish. And it makes I, my skin crawl every I, time. Which is why up until now I just keep saying Raish, 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 Raish. <laughs> but... Um, it, if it, looks could kill, by the way, you guys. It, if looks could kill. It it helps if you know a little bit about Roz going into uh, Son of Batman, because like a big plot point in that movie is the Lazarus Pits. Yeah. Because we see um, what's his name, the Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Slade. Slade. Deathstroke. Um, take over one of. Raish's platform. Raz. Raz. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to say it right, and I got it wrong. Raz's um, platforms where he was mining the stuff. But uh, if you don't know what it is, it's like, ooh, a green glowing pit. Ooh. 
<laughs> but Roz is able to, he's hundreds of years old, mm -hmm. and he's able to stay that way because of Lazarus pits, which if you know Christian mythology, you know, Lazarus raised from the dead, exactly what the pits do. Yep. They regenerate the body as long as there's no, it seems like as long as there's no mortal wounds. Well, you can well, have mortal wounds as long as you get in there before you're completely dead. Okay. So, we actually see Roz die because he was burned to death by Slade. Right. Who was a former student of his. Um, Talia al Ghul, Roz's son, is... Daughter. Thank you. <laughs> Damien is Talia's son. Talia is Roz's daughter. I'm batting a thousand. It's been a great day. Um, <laughs> but... You know, we see her a lot in the episode. I kind of had some issues with her character as well. What's I, up? Why? For someone who is as versed in assassin arts as her, mm -hmm. she was very headstrong. Which, but she is very headstrong. Okay. It's just like, she rushed into everything. I guess the other point, too, maybe more than just her is around her. It's like you have all these assassins. Sure. She's the only one that ever freaking survives. In all the engagements we see her well, in, everybody dies but her. It's like, how good are you training these people? But that's that's how minions work. I know, but <laughs> it just... Oh, and you know, the other thing about the whole she's in a suit. Everybody else is in a proper, like, ninja sneaky suit. Oh, yeah, suit. that part, yeah. She has her boobs hanging out, like... Of course she has her boobs hanging out. It's it's a show that's meant for young men to watch. Yeah. It just... I'm a feminist, and it's like... If she's making that choice for herself, great. But she's a cartoon character, which means that some dirty old man is probably making the choice yes. for her. And probably. I and, don't it, and really enjoying yeah. animating it. Yeah. Like, when she's telling Bruce that he has a son, instead of just being all like chill about it she comes out in a dress that slid up both sides up to like her waist <laughs> and slid down from her neck to probably close to seeing the whole world it didn't leave much for the animated imagination no it didn't and you know she's <laughs> trying to seduce bruce and when that doesn't... Well, her son's behind the curtain, by Yeah, way. yeah. It's like, and when it, when she doesn't seduce him, she's like, oh, by the way, you have a son. Yeah. What were you going to do with him sitting behind the curtain? <laughs> Your intentions were clear. Damien, I mean, he's, he's really a dick. He's a smart kid, but he's headstrong. Yeah. I loved in Son of Batman when Nightwing... <laughs> Puts him in his place a couple times. Especially right away when he's trying to beat up this big hulking... When Damien's trying to beat up this big hulking dude. Mm -hmm. Nightwing comes out and all of a sudden you see him calling Batman. What is it? This guy says he's your son. And you see Damien hanging all hogtied from a lamppost. And yeah. it's just great. <laughs> uh, Batman v. Robin different um i liked the what was it the court of, the court Owl, of owls the new like council that was controlling <laughs> gotham it looked like the galactic senate a little bit a little bit yeah and it was different you know sure um it, it was i think in a lot of ways it ended up being a vehicle for talking about how Damien was kind of going through this transition period in his life. He was trying to decide whether or not to be like Roz, his grandfather, mm -hmm. and who's who is basically a good guy with some bad guy tendencies. A lot of Batman villains who you who I like are. Mm -hmm. Like Roz and Catwoman, you know, they they're basically good. Mm -hmm. But not always. Yeah. And so Raj will kill bad guys to get it which we always talk about how batman is his own worst enemy because he doesn't just kill the joker but he has this moral code to not kill so damien's trying to choose between rash and batman yeah and kill or not to kill you know that is the question yeah and uh 
I can't remember the guy's name. He's the the big owl guy yeah the big owl guy i don't remember his like, name either we probably should have taken notes we probably should have but i mean he looks like an owl he has like little ears and big well he's got like an owl mask goggles. yeah yeah so i mean he clearly fits into the court of owls and we and he's got a zombie army, army. yeah that the court of owls is making for him it's an interesting plot it's pretty well done i enjoyed it yeah that, and... it's rare for me to not enjoy something though Mm. Kind of, you know, I have differing opinions and yeah. a lot of people on them too, on stuff. But the way it's left, they could do another Batman Robin yeah. feature and it would turn out alright because we end up seeing Damien go to the same uh, snowed in retreat where Bruce went. The monks, and, where he learned what he learned. Mm -hmm. Which I like. You know, it's a nice way to kind of pull it back and help Damien grow up. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see if they do another one because in this one we saw previews for Throne of Atlantis you know, with Aquaman right. where a dude tries to stab Aquaman and the knife shatters on his chest. Yeah, Aquaman's got like super cute and we will watch that. We have that. Yep. We'll watch it and we'll review it next episode but in the preview, Aquaman has like Superman powers and yeah. I've never read Aquaman so I don't mm -hmm. know too much about this dude but I don't think he's Superman. Yeah. You know, super strength, maybe. If he actually grew up underwater and if he could move at normal speed underwater Yeah, he'd be pretty strong on land. Yeah, because you wouldn't have all that resistance. But I don't think being underwater makes your skin penetrable to blades. But we'll, we'll see. How, maybe maybe he's got some cool armor or something. We'll see how they explain that, if they explain that. Yeah. But, you know, just more to the, the reason I bring that up is not everything in these is canon. Right. Obviously. Oh, yes. All, all of this Batman the Animated Series, anything mm. that's cartoon, typically outside of canon, just for fun, especially the one we reviewed... In our very first Ooh. episode, Gods yeah. and Monsters, yeah. that especially was out of canon. Fun, but if, yeah, way If you out. haven't listened to our first episode, go back and listen to it. It's a pretty sweet review. We have a pretty awesome guest, Dustin, yeah. who knows everything there is to know about the DC Universe. Might have to bring him back for Throne of Atlantis. We should Dude. bring him back for Throne of Atlantis. Because I think he would probably be fairly interested in that. And we could talk about um, the upcoming DC shows yeah. on TV. Yeah. Supergirl. Supergirl, and then Flash and Arrow are coming back. That's right. I'm super excited for Arrow and for Supergirl. I'm, I'm super excited for Supergirl. Those. I haven't watched Arrow yet. Um, I kind of want to get into Gotham. Mm. Gotham was kind of pissing me off just because I, it's not canon. And I that's a personal issue that I have that I think I talked about even in our first episode yeah. where I have issues with things being off 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 canon and it's something i need to get over so i can just enjoy things i think something that would help is if you read crisis on infinite earths and infinite crisis which is on my list to read after nightfall but anybody who and knows nightfall hour. yeah and zero hour and zero hour and anybody who knows nightfall it's three like it's if you if you got the trades it's probably about six inches of paper mm -hmm. just solid <laughs> big books but you know like the the crisis the two crisis mm -hmm. books it puts that multiverse theory out there time and again and it's i think that's the same way that you have to approach any dc or marvel movie is they're True. just their versions it's earth two not earth one yeah you know it's okay not, i can dig that i think it just bothers me sometimes when like like the x-men movies where yeah. it's bringing x-men to the masses and it's mm -hmm. like that's not how this works that's not how any of this works yeah and you know i think jean gray wouldn't have died <laughs> that way she can fly but you know i think part of what makes me say that is you don't blow up falcon Agreed. You don't blow up Vulcan. But that's just another universe. <laughs> not, not that we're bitter about that or anything. It didn't take me a year to get over that. It, um, I'm still not over that. Jeez. You don't blow up Vulcan and you don't kill Data. But anyway, just different versions of the universe. That's what I keep telling <laughs> Data's myself. Data's still alive. Data's still alive. Data's still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am in the fetal position rocking back and forth, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it... 
<laughs> so anyway, those are those are different issues that we can talk about on different shows. Um, but so, any final comments on uh, the Batman movies? Surprisingly enough, I liked it. Good. Like I said, it, it's it's rare to get me to not like something, but it does happen. Um, good animation. Yeah. It had some humor, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Um, if if you enjoy Damian Wayne, I recommend it. Yeah, and I think one thing that I pointed out when we're actually in Gotham in those movies, when it's pointed at the skyscrapers and we're looking up, right? It has a definite feel of Batman the Animated Series, just in kind of how the skyscrapers skyscrapers are portrayed and constructed, okay. which is a really nice callback in my opinion. Yeah, because who who in our generation didn't grow up with Batman the Animated Series? Mm-hmm. Which that. Where do we watch that? On Hulu? Uh, that would be on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Yes. So, it's out there. Go watch it. It's Yeah, fun. it's not on Netflix or Hulu yet, but it is on Prime. There you go. For free! For well, free! if you pay for Prime. Yeah, but so... it's not one that you have to rent. It's for free! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any other comments on the Batman stuff? Nope. You? No. I love oh. Batman. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, finally iPhone, iPad. Oh, yeah. Apple had their big conference mm-hmm. this past... Two weeks ago now. So exciting. Um, iPhone comes out next week, Friday. I have mine pre-ordered. I've got the 6S 128 gig... Or the 6S Plus 128 gig. Pardon me. We have the Galaxy S5s now. And nothing against Galaxies. It just wasn't the phone for me. I gave it a shot. I, I want to go back to Apple... Um, just, you know, I know that you're sticking with Samsung cause that's yeah. the phone for you. So different yeah. personalities, different phones. Yeah. So I'm very excited to get my new phone on Friday. I'm very excited that it has an upgraded camera, 12 gigs, um, megapixels, I'm sorry, not 12 gigs, ooh, 12 <laughs> megapixels, which I realize is still less than the Samsung 16 megapixels. Yeah. But at least it's better than eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it still has the same front facing is it, yeah, this, like, what was it? Five, four, five, five, five megapixels for front, front facing. facing. Same as the Samsung. Right. Same, same Not that as I... Samsung 6 and the Samsung like Galaxy Note or whatever. Right. Yeah. So at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about the 128 gig hard drive. Yeah. That's exciting, and the processor looks pretty sweet. Um, you're not going to see a lot of exterior changes between the 6 and the 6S, but the processor is twice as fast as the 6s so i'm excited about that the thing though that i'm most excited about from the apple conference is that new ipad the Mm. ipad pro now what the the width of the new ipad is the height of the old one is that what i heard like the Um, screen size i i know the screen size is bigger i don't know if it's that much bigger but i didn't really look into that part of it i thought that's what i had heard or read was that yeah it's like that much bigger i have been saving up for a new laptop because i really like the new intel processor that just came out but i think i've decided that i'm gonna take my laptop money and instead get the new ipad because it's got the four speakers, a speaker on each corner, so it'll deliver some great sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the compatibility with the Apple Pen, which will be fun. So you can draw on the iPad, which now I'm not getting, I know that it'll be years before she can even do this, but I'm picturing Ryan just drawing on the iPad and having fun with that. And really myself drawing, I love to color, <laughs> so myself drawing on the iPad and having fun with that. There and it's go. basically a computer mm. with that you can't plug anything into i guess but yeah i mean really for what i use a computer for well and it it has a keyboard right it has well it doesn't well, come with the keyboard but you can put a keyboard on it sure so it does have a keyboard um i would be interested to see anything else that they come out with it uh they haven't released too much de- too many details on it yet it comes out in november uh i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to looking at new details and bigger better faster ipad yeah with you know better speakers and just awesomeness yeah well you know like you say for what you do it makes sense right i'm not a pc gamer i'm a console gamer i try pc games on occasion and you know what if i want a pc game i can steal your laptop 
There is that. <laughs> or, our, or our sweet baller desktop. Yeah. But, you know, for work, for web browsing. For Facebook, um, YouTube. That'll work. I mean, even for remoting and for work, if you use Citrix. Right. Um, My mom does that on her laptop all the time, or on her iPad all the time. She's always yeah. on Citrix on her iPad. Yeah, so it's Apple compatible these days, right. which on a screen that big, if it's really, you know, we have, I have an Apple, what is this, like third generation? For, I think it's fourth, fourth generation. Fourth or, it's Because it has the lightning cable. Yeah. Third generation still had the old yeah. charging port. So this isn't an Air, so I mean, it's the bigger one. Yeah, it's you know, pre-Air. If... if the height of this thing is going to be the width. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a very large It's going to be a screen. beast. And also, it's the even though it's big, mm-hmm. even though it has the big height and width, it's still going to be as light as the air. Nice. Yeah. Well, you would expect that. Right. Otherwise. I mean, Apple products are sexy. Yeah. I I don't like Apple and the fact that you have to pay twice as much for that little Apple on the back. <laughs> but yeah. their products are sexy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. They're, yeah. I don't see them doing a lot of new th- products since Steve Jobs passed. They're just kind of improving their old products. But, I mean, it was Steve Jobs that, that brought the iPod. Mm-hmm. And really, MP3 players did exist before Steve Jobs, but he was a marketing genius. Mm-hmm. And then he came up with the iPad, which, again, I'm sure it wasn't him that came up with it, but marketing genius. Mm-hmm. You know, without Steve Jobs, we wouldn't have had these products. And really, we haven't seen anything new out of Apple in a while, except for they're just making their current products bigger and badder, yeah. which I'm, I'm enjoying. Yeah, but, you know, I like I think I mentioned to you a while back, if they don't start to innovate again... Then it's going to be Apple in the 90s all over again. Because, you know, like you say, the new iPhone is going up to a 12-megapixel right. camera. Samsung's phones are there and yep. past it already they're they're very excited about their 3d touch on the new iphones i believe samsung already has that too yes it does so they call it um force touch mm-hmm. but it's the same thing as apple's 3d touch so yeah. apple as sexy as their products are they are a little behind the times they in their are. phones at least which again um let me two big things for me why i'm sticking with samsung mm-hmm. right now one uh, removable memory. I would do wish Apple had that. That would be nice. You know, the fact that I can go out, get a 128 gig S- micro SD card, put it in for my like phone. For like $30. For like $30 now, yeah. And make my phone twice or three times as big. Right. That's a huge deal to me. It, that, that That is something I wish Apple did have. That and yeah. the swappable battery. Yeah. You know, the inability to open an Apple up. Mm-hmm kind of a detractor for me the other thing just because i haven't heard if apple has it or not wireless charging wireless yeah i haven't heard that either so i'm guessing they don't because i haven't heard that they do because like you had said when you reviewed the new i7 line of processors that's going to be wireless right the samsung phones are wireless charging right you can get cases that make apple iphones wireless but they're big and bulky and that's kind of the point of phones nowadays is you want them as thin as possible yeah and that's another thing pro about apple though they're using new materials so you don't get butt bend butt bend for good. anybody who's wondering is when you put the phone in your back pocket and sit down and your phone bends to the curvature of your butt <laughs> that's hey you know curved but, screen curved i mean screen. <laughs> That was a big thing. This, they're just making it happen, and they're customizing the bend. There you go. Customizing <laughs> it for every butt. But <laughs> every butty. Yeah. Well Sorry, done. Lame, no, lame, no, lame well joke. done. But, you know, really, in my opinion, you got to go with the wireless. Yeah. Because... I, w- I hope that they have it, and we just haven't heard it about it, but I doubt it. I really do, too, because, as I uh, mentioned the last time, not only is wireless charging big, but mm-hmm. if we're going to start to be able to harness um, the ambient electromagnetic waves... Tesla style. Tesla style to trickle charge phones, mm-hmm. the first step in my mind is to have wireless, wireless charging. Because then, then the coils are in there. And maybe i7 will have it, but again, like you said, Apple used to be... with When Steve Jobs was around, Apple was the innovator. Mm-hmm. Now they're the duplicators. Yeah. And they have patents on right. a bunch of stuff. Oh, definitely. They just aren't using it. 
Yeah, because they do have patents on wireless charging. They just, as far as I know, they didn't put in the yes or the success. But yeah. maybe they did, and we just didn't hear about it. But you would have, you would think that they would have made that a big deal at the conference. You would think. And they didn't mention it, so I doubt that it has wireless charging. So I'm hoping that's that I'm just wrong. That right. it is in there and we just haven't seen because, it Because, like, yet. you go to big airports nowadays and they have wireless charging tables. Yeah. Where you just set your phone down on that table and it charges via the table. Yeah. Which I see that if, if wireless charging really becomes a thing, I see that in homes. I see wireless oh, yeah. charging end tables where your end table is just plugged in and then you don't have all these wires everywhere. That'd that would be That nice. would be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, to reiterate a point I made last episode... When the, the Samsung Galaxy 5 um, has the ability to become wireless charging with just a different back cover. Right. And the Apple, if the Apple 6S Plus doesn't have wireless at all, they're two generations behind. Right. You know, again, but yes, the, you can make the, it wireless with a case, but you right. can do that with almost every phone these and days. And the reason I'm going back to Apple, though, is the layout. And, oh. and I like... Yeah. Yeah, there's certain things that I like with Apple that I don't like with Samsung. There are certain things that I'm going to miss with Samsung. Back. The back button. <laughs> I love the back button. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going back to Apple. The nice thing about phone plans nowadays is you're not stuck in a contract, so... Yeah. You know, next year, if I decide to go back to Samsung, I can go back to Samsung. But for now, I'm excited. Next Friday, getting the new Apple iPhone. Mm. Very excited about it. Yeah. Well, good. Um, last segment. What are we... What are, what are you watching? What are you playing? What are yeah. you reading? Yeah. Um, I think I had already mentioned that I'm reading Nightfall. I am just getting past Bane's origin story, which is very interesting. Um, similar to Batman Rises, or Dark Knight Rises, sorry. They, 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 they had it pretty correct. Um, but, yeah, I mean, given the era that it was written, it was written in the early 90s. It's very early 90s-ish. But, it's, so far so good. I'm about, like I said earlier, it's about six inches of paper. And I'm about maybe a half inch in. <laughs> so I've got a ways to go. Nice. But yeah, um, Dark Knight Rises took a lot of its storyline from Nightfall, so I'm very excited to get in there. Like, this is where Bane breaks Batman's back. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that is right. So, Out of there, then. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm very excited to get into that. Yeah. Um, playing, I am currently, I'm back on, I'm still playing the Rare Replay. Right now I'm playing Cameo again. It was the very first game that I had for my 360. It came with the Rare, rare Replay, all the 30 games that they sent in. And I'm really enjoying the nostalgia factor of it. Even though the 360 didn't come out that long ago. I mean, I was playing this in college, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm old. So, you know, it brings me back to my dorm days. Not that old. I know, but just thinking 360 in college, you know, just yeah. it just brings me back to my dorm days and, make, you know... Yeah. All right. It's fun. Yeah. Fun to reminisce. Yeah. Okay. Um, watching. Yeah. What's wrapping up? Well, we've been watching, we've been going through the seasons of South Park together. Mm-hmm. Chris has never seen South Park, and I keep making South Park references, so he thought he better maybe... You know, like Breaking Bad, Parks and oh, Rec, yeah. now I'm on i I'm corrupting him with all my TV shows. That's all right. Your time is coming. <laughs> <laughs> he has corrupted me with Doctor Who. Before I met Chris, I was not a Whovian. There you go. And now I'm a little obsessed. And now all I have to do is say uh, Weeping Angels. Oh, there's those Gary. I so want the Weeping Angel tree topper for the Christmas no, tree. No, it's not allowed. Not let me. Not allowed in the house. The Weeping would, Angels scare me so badly. I would move that thing around the house every night. Oh my night. goodness, they're too scary. But anyway, um, so yeah, watching that, I mean, watching Big Brother, right? Big Brother. I am I'm a reality TV show nerd. Yeah. I'll I'll admit that. <laughs> but not like not like the Bachelor reality. Not that there's anything wrong with that if you enjoy that. But I I like Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, those styles of mm. Oh, Project Runway just started. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. There you go. Um I know um, that they used to have a Project Runway that was like a like a I wish they had a cosplay Project Runway, and they did yeah, for a little while, yeah. kind of. Um, but that would be a really fun show to watch. Yeah. Um, 
Man, I was not into reality TV until this one got a hold of me. <laughs> um, and now it's like, no, I totally think Derek deserved to win last season on Big Brother. Um, <laughs> just as a comment, I was listening to TED Radio Hour on NPR podcast mm-hmm. today, and they brought up, it was almost a side comment, but it was very interesting, and that was Mr. Rogers invented reality TV. Huh. Because And they played a clip, and it was him at a restaurant. And he was conversing with the waitress, and it was a sure. legit, like, you could hear restaurant stuff going on behind him. I remember when he went to the crayon factory. That was my favorite episode. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I remember that one. Right? That and the, the instrument one. Yes! Yeah. yeah. Yeah! See, these classics. But, you know, it's like, it was reality in the fact that it was real, right. but it wasn't reality in, like, real time, because right. obviously... It, like, was, it was more like diners, drive-ins, and dives reality. Yeah. But still, it was an interesting point. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the, the point, it, it was uh, the NPR, the TED NPR podcast, great. Uh, distills a lot of TED Talks down into very consumable bits. TED Talks, just great ideas where these PhD people distill their ideas down into like 10 or 20 minute sections. And the TED Radio Hour takes a bunch of those and distills it down even further. Nice. And makes it really accessible, in my opinion. This one was about screens and how that's changing the human paradigm. Hmm. Like, now a subfield of anthropology is cyborg anthropology. Cool. How we're... And it, it's not quite what you think. It's not like cyborg Aww. out of DC. <laughs> I like cyborg. He's a cool dude. It's like the way that the woman who was... Uh, doing the TED Talk was describing it was as far back as the Stone Age we've been doing this where we've been externalizing and adding tools to ourselves to make ourselves better Hmm. like a saber-toothed tiger they chip a tooth they're done right we break a spear we We make a new one one. yeah and now with smartphones we basically have external hard drives that we can put information into some of them some of them (laughs) <laughs> but you know like instead of storing it all up here in our mind right you know it took me an extra long time to memorize your number i still don't have your number memorized because we don't need to i, I know the first three numbers but you know it's it's in a phone right it's like how do i know when most of my the people who i know when their birthdays are facebook tells you facebook tells me yeah but um yeah i only know my mom's phone number because it's so close to mine yeah but, you know, um, Ted Radio are worth listening to. Mr. Rogers, great program that apparently was the first reality TV program. Hmm, that's where I got my love of reality TV. <laughs> back to... Hello, neighbor. And, yeah, all the way back to uh, Big Brother, Predator One Way, etc. Nice tie-in. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So what are you watching, playing, <laughs> um, reading? Reading, I'm starting out in Secret Wars. Okay. I really Marvel, lo- St- Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe, which I really love how they were doing it compared to like Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. where there's a bunch of stuff going on outside of the comic that they're bringing in, but they don't tell you. You're sure. just expected to know. Sure. The trade paperback of Secret Wars, the first one, mm-hmm. the first volume, they bring in the excerpts. From those other comics that relate to the Secret Wars. Oh, nice. So, like, Fantastic Four, they have part of Fantastic Four in there. Spider-Man, they have in there. Avengers, they have in there. Thor, they have in there. It's oh, not, that's handy. It's not the full issue, but it tells you what the issue is, and then it has the pages in there that you need. Sure. So, you're not lost. You come in with all that knowledge. That's why I like, um, and I know... That you were do it's you were doing more full DC universe when you were doing Crisis the mm-hmm. Crisis series, but like with Nightfall, it's not just Batman. It's like Batman, Batman, Robin, Detective Comics, mm-hmm. and they have all of those in there as well. Nice. Yeah, they're doing it really well for the trade. Very cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I'm reading. Um, playing. Uh, kind of playing StarCraft II, okay. waiting for the new expansion of that to come out. When does that come out? Ah, uh, gosh, I wish I knew. There's so many good games coming out this fall. Yeah. We are going to be so broke. Yeah, we I are. I mean, with just, yeah. like, the Lego Dimensions, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Guitar Hero, yep. Fallout 4. We definitely need to have Haley on to talk about these games. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm so excited for both Fallout 4. Never played any in the series, what? so I really... Yeah, I, what can I say? I also Mafia haven't, 3. Haven't played anything there. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm not a console gamer. That's true. You're not a console gamer. I'm not a console Which gamer. works out... Re- oh, Battlefront. Don't forget Battlefront, about that. Battlefront. Um, that's but a favorite The fact that you're a PC gamer and I'm a console gamer, I think that helps our marriage. Oh, yeah. Because he's not on my <laughs> Xbox all the time and I'm not on his computer all the time. No, yeah. I can sit in here and I can play Company of Heroes 2, which there is a new British pack add-on, which I'm thinking of nice. getting. Because, okay. like, the original Company of Heroes, you could play as the Germans the Americans, or the British. Sure. Well, in COH2, you could play as the Russians, the Americans, uh, or, no, the Russians or the Germans. Okay. Then there was an American add-on, and now there's a British add-on. Nice. And so I'm thinking of getting the British add-on because, because. Right. <laughs> um, Legacy of the Void, that's the new Star uh, StarCraft 2 expansion. I'm sure I'll get that. Just sure. because it'll complete the trilogy. You know, you had StarCraft Two, StarCraft Two, Heart of the Swarm, StarCraft Two, <coughs> Legacy of the Void. I'll get it just because they've done a really good job okay. of of the plot of keeping that fresh right. as far as the game goes. I'm impressed by your. I I can't focus enough for RTS games, so I'm impressed <laughs> that you've kept up with an RTS this long. It hasn't been a lot of time playing, admittedly, because I play it mostly with my buddies Eric and Aaron. Right. And they both, well, Aaron's uh, daughter Aubrey is a month younger than Ryan. Right. And Eric's son James is about a year and a month now. Oh, not, not quite. A year and a half a month. Okay. So, I mean, little kids, and it kind of. Yeah. These darn little kids eating into our game time. But, um,. No, that's yeah. okay. It just it's something we have to work around, which is yeah. the whole purpose of this podcast. Of this podcast. Uh as far as what I'm watching real quick, it's basically what you're watching. South Park. <laughs> Lots of South Park. Lots of South we're Park. Almost to, we're almost caught up, which yeah. is saying something considering it started in what, ninety six? Yeah. So I mean It helps that these last few seasons Matt and Trey get kinda lazy and they only make like ten episodes a season. Yeah. But one thing I think I might get into after South Park is watching the next gen episodes off of Netflix. I was thinking we should start Star Trek from the beginning. Be- but I we have to talk about which beginning is the beginning. Yeah. And just watch all the series all the way through. All right. I just mentioned the next gen cuz I know that now Netflix has switched that over from standard def Ooh. to high def. Like you'd gotten me a few seasons the on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Which I love having the extras for that, but now all of the episodes are in high def streaming. Ooh. That would be worth it to me. Yeah. Now, now I will watch it. Right. On the streaming service. Yeah, and so, we can we can discuss how we want to Star Trek it up when South Park's over once we yeah offline. By the way, uh, one game that I am looking forward to watching you play, mm-hmm. uh, and I will hold Ryan as much as you need me to in order to watch you play this one is the new South Park game. Oh, I'm so excited about that game. That looks amazing. Uh, instead of going, like, Stick of Truth, South Park game went with their, um, basically their Game of Thrones characters when they had the Game of Thrones episodes. And um, the new one's going to be Coon and Friends. So excited. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that one as well. Um, but yeah, on, before we go for another full hour, I think we'll cut it off here. <laughs> yes, 63 minutes. According to the clock. Oops. We got chatting. That's okay. Which is what this is all about. It is. It's just us forcing, it's a, it's a way for us to force ourselves to keep being ourselves. Yeah. Which again, that's why it's called Geeks Apparently. Yeah. Because we are geeks and we are parents. Apparently. Apparently. So, um, thank you for sticking with us. We know it's been about a month since our last (laughs) Sorry about that. Episode. Uh, we're going to try and be more consistent. That's part of it, though. We need to pick a day. Well, yeah. Like uh, like, like Whiskey and Mash. We do Sunday nights. Sunday nights. I need to get back into the habit of doing my other Chris, podcast. Chris Reed book. Chris Reed's book. But right now I'm kind of in between seasons, I'm going to say. Sure. You know. Oh, yeah. But we need to pick a night. 
something that works, it might be Friday nights like this. Right. You know, originally Saturday would be great, but that hasn't worked for the last four Saturdays. It has not. <laughs> we we been... thought, oh, then we'd have all day, but it's we've been no. busy all, every Saturday. Every Saturday. So. Which is why we're taking this weekend off. Ooh, last thing that I'm playing. Dungeons and Dragons. We have oh, a session coming up. Oh, we've got a pretty up. sweet D&D group. Yeah, it really is pretty awesome. We're playing through the 5e pre-gen right now, mm -hmm. and that'll probably last another session or two. And then Chris here, the DM, is going to be taking these people on a whirlwind ride. So. I'm excited to see. I have the wizard character in our group. I'm excited to see where that all goes. If I, I wish I would have known beforehand, though. The wizard's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing well, though. Like, when we went to the Ren Ferry, you got a book, and you're writing... I'm writing all my spells in a sweet book that looks like a spell book. Yeah. I'm excited about that. So that adds a nice flavor to the it actual does. game. And I got a oh, scroll... Oh, I'm enjoying the wizard. Yeah, yeah, you got your map scroll. I got a map scroll where I'm putting my sweet. maps in. But, uh, yeah, before we go for another yeah. floor, please That's... follow us on Twitter, at Geeks Apparently. Um, Facebook, Geeks Apparently. Facebook.com slash Geeks Apparently. Instagram... Geeks apparently is our account name on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at roguefox64. Yeah, follow. You can follow me. Two X's. Yeah. Okay, that's important to yeah. note. Follow me on Twitter at cdpolkat at cdpolkat, not polkat. Polkat. <laughs> it's a family thing. We can talk about that some other time. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also email us this podcast directly, geeks apparently at narclaninc.com. Or head over to narclaninc.com and you can connect with us through links there. Right. Hopefully that new updated website will go live this weekend. That would be awesome. Listen to our other pod, Narclaninc podcasts, Chris Reed's book and Whiskey and Mash. Yeah. Um, Whiskey and Mash, they, Chris and my mom, Gloria, they watch two episodes of, of Mash. I was going to say they watch two episodes of Whiskey and drink, drink Mash. mash. They watch two episodes of Mash and have a glass of whiskey as they discuss the episodes. Yep. And Chris Reed's book is Chris reading his his novels. Yep. So, I mean, come on, people. You're getting free book here. You're getting free book, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm working on getting the other ones edited because I have three done right now. Right. I just read the one that was edited. Mm -hmm. So I have two. I have one that needs to be edited again and another one that needs to be typed and edited because right. i write everything out longhand so but free, those free are book up. Free, free book free book and is written read to you like bedtime story style and <laughs> i try and do voices so you can tell the different characters <laughs> i mean come on i'm killing my throat here for your enjoyment are you not entertained <laughs> just put it on at bedtime and it's it's like it's like getting read to sleep and let my soothing voice drift you off to dreamland. <laughs> that's a pretty good joker. That's chaos. Oh, that's pretty good chaos. <laughs> I can probably all do the joker. It's getting there. Anyway. So, anyway, that's our time for today. The <laughs> red light is flashing. <laughs> it has been for 20 minutes. <laughs> They're going to come out with a big shepherd's crook pretty soon. Yeah. So, <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for joining. See you next time. Bye.